Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 42, Exodus chapters 35 through 40. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. The end of Exodus. <gasps> We're finishing our second book. That's right. Great. Okay, should we just get into it? Sure. Chapter 35. After Moses received the second set of tablets, he told the people what God had commanded. Don't work on the Sabbath. Whoever works on the Sabbath will be killed. Don't light a fire on the Sabbath. Yeah, we've had this before, but I don't think we had the punishment for it. Mm, if you work on the Sabbath. Yeah, like you mow your lawn on the Sabbath, then... You, you have to be killed. <laughs> okay. Now, it's not clear what the Sabbath is, but the Sabbath is the seventh day, so it should be Saturday, I suppose. I think so. Yeah. But they, Christians kind of changed it to Sunday, so it's confusing. But mm -hmm. it, whatever, the, whatever the Sabbath is, don't work on it. No. Or start a fire. Oh, that's right. So no stove. Can't have a, a gas stove anyway. Oh. Sometimes Jews do buy appliances that have that yeah, capability. Yeah, we have some. Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. All right, so now we're going to go to some stuff God wants. We've already had a lot about this previously. I'm going to condense this a lot here. We're going to go through six chapters quite quickly. Uh, so this is, this is verse 4 of chapter 35. Moses said to the people, These are the things that God says you must give to him. Didn't we already give him a bunch of stuff? We did, and it's pretty much the same list, so we're going to skip that. Okay. After Moses told the people what God wanted, the willing-hearted people brought those things to God. Willing-hearted. Yeah, that's the way the King James put it, and I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> okay. To me, it'd be more like, I'm scared to death of God, so I'm just going to give him whatever <laughs> yeah, he wants. Whatever you want. I got it. We, we got it here. Yeah. <laughs> they came, both men and women, and brought bracelets, earrings, rings, tablets, and jewels of gold. Every man gave some gold to God. They have an unlimited amount of gold, they do. don't they? They really do. It's amazing. <laughs> and they've been carrying that around with them. Yes. Uh -huh. Forget the food. I'm just bringing gold. Uh-huh. My life is more important than my belly. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. And blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine linen, and goat's hair, and red skins of ram, and badger's skins. They're also carrying all those things with them? Or they're finding them around, laying around in the desert. I don't know. And everyone that had silver, brass, or shittim wood gave it to God. He needs a lot of stuff, that God. He really does, yeah. He's not a minimalist. <laughs> Moses introduced Bezalel to the Israelites saying, God has called Bezalel and has filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and workmanship skills. God really granted Bezalel with a lot of uh, goodness. Yeah, and we've heard about him before, right? So I, I'm, I'm skipping some stuff here as well about, about him, but he's an important character. And, yeah, and he's the one who's building things for God, mm -hmm. right? Okay. He will devise curious and cunning works in gold, silver, brass, stones, and wood. 
Aholiab will assist Bezalel in devising all manner of cunning works. Every wise-hearted man gave Bezalel and Aholiab the materials they needed to build the things that God wanted. Okay, every wise-hearted man? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Before, what kind of men were they? They were willing-hearted willing men. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the words in the Bible? You didn't come up with that term? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> the people brought us much more than enough to do what God commanded us to do. That's what Bezalel said. I've got too much stuff now. Yeah, yeah. So Moses gave the people a commandment, telling the people not to bring Bezalel and Aholiab anything more. <laughs> they got enough. Stop. We're stop. done. Okay, so that's got the first two chapters done. Okay. And just chapter thirty seven now. Mm-hmm. Bezaliel made the ark of shittim wood, two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide, and one and a half cubits high. All right, so this is the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah. What's gonna be in there? The Ten Commandments and other stuff. What kind of other stuff? Oh, I think it's going to have Aaron's staff. It's, it's debatable. There's some disagreements about what's in, contained in the Ark of the Covenant. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely got the Ten Commandments in there. Okay, so you, they're building a whole, like, a big case mm -hmm. to hold that. Yeah. And we've, we've covered that before. All the details about it is in previous episodes. We're going to skip it here. Okay. Bezalel used a talent of gold to make the vessels. Boy, that's a lot of gold. Yes, it is, and heavy. And, I, yes, it's, to, yeah, that's that's a lot of gold. It's amazing they would have that much gold because they've already had talent of gold for other things. And You know, maybe the people are relieved to be able to get it off their hands and yeah. give it to God because it was so heavy to carry. I have to look it up, but it's something like 32 kilograms. It's a lot of gold. That is a lot of weight. Bezalel made an altar for burnt offerings out of shittim wood. Five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high. And blah, 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 blah. More descriptions <laughs> yes. on The whole chapter is, is about the details of the things, more things that he's making for God. And this one is an altar. This is an altar, but there's, I think there's more than that in this chapter. But, okay. Uh, I, I just included that. And the altar is where you put lambs and... Yeah, that's where you have and... your burnt offerings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bezalel made holy garments for priests out of blue, purple, scarlet cloths, as God commanded Moses. So, this Bezalel guy is also a, a tailor. Tailor, yeah. That's right. What is that tailor, tinker? Yes, soldier, sailor. <laughs> Spy, I think. Yeah. Okay, um, they brought, the people brought the tabernacle, tent, furniture, tashes, boards, bars, pillars, and sockets. So they're carrying a lot of stuff. Yeah. For this Bezalel for God. Yeah, and, and that's that's the end of chapter 39, so we've only got one more chapter to go. The last chapter of Exodus. Yes, it is. God said to Moses, set up the tabernacle on the first day of the first month. A cloud covered the tent, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Okay, do we want to talk about the glory of the Lord no, again? No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Maybe this is a different glory I think of the so, Lord. yeah. All right. <laughs> when the cloud was over the tent, the people stayed where they were. Whenever the cloud left, the people went on their journey. 
The cloud of the Lord stayed on the tabernacle during the day with a fire on it at night. So it's kind of like a red light, green light thing. It is. Yeah, exactly. So the cloud is there. Uh, you don't move. And then when the fire is there, it's nighttime and it's time yeah, to rest. And, and sometimes the cloud would leave and then they'd know they have to go, maybe to follow the cloud, maybe, to the okay. new location. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is the end, the exciting end of, uh, <laughs> it, of Exodus. It's not exciting. <laughs> I know. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. It is, but Leviticus is coming up, and there's a lot of very interesting things in Leviticus. Mm-hmm. Most people can't get through Leviticus when they read the Bible. You know, I couldn't. When I first tried to read the Bible, when I was a, when I was a Bible believer, uh-huh. I could not get through Leviticus. I just had to stop. A lot of minute rules and awful things. Yes, yes. What we'll, you do to certain people. We'll get into the into the gory details mm. later. So, so that's it for today. Yes, kind of a short one. It is. But did we want to tell our listeners about the Skeptics Annotated Bible website? Sure. Well, I think we should tell them at least that it exists if they don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's also going to change. It's been there since 1999. That's a long time ago. Yes, it is. And when I created it, it was just a bunch of HTML files. It's still just a bunch of HTML files, but it's a growing number. It's tens of thousands of HTML files that I have to maintain by hand and create and maintain by hand, at least until now. What has happened? Well, now we, we have hired a web developer to take the existing site and convert it into a database-driven site, which should make things a lot easier for me to maintain and create and also to present the um, the information that's there and a lot more, we'll have a lot more choices as to how the information is provided on the website. And this will save you some time? It should save me a lot of time, yes. So that you can create more content? Yeah, so like when I create a contradiction, I it's a, if it's a contradiction that involves many verses, which often, many of them do, mm-hmm. then I have to make maybe a dozen or two dozen different changes changes to different web pages on the site. Now I'll just create a, a contradiction and it will all those changes will be made automatically. Like magic. Like magic. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It'll seem like magic to me. Yes, it will. Cuz that is a lot of um creating links between all those different, you know, like if yes, there are 15 yeah. or 20. Yes, yeah, a lot of and a lot of opportunities for error there too, things that's left out. Mm-hmm. So all this will be done automatically and it should go a lot smoother and better, but with any new um, change in a website like that, especially one that says as fundamental and as this one, there will be some problems that we'll have to work out along the way. So I hope that our uh, visitors will be patient with us as we try to, and, and, and let us know if you find some and we'll try to correct them. Yeah. So there's a, a link or an email. Steve has his contact information there so you can contact us. Yes. It will be more interactive so that users of the site can comment on the, on the web pages as well. Oh, great. And again, the podcast has a link. Uh, so you can listen to the podcast online and read the text as we go along. Yes, and the website itself is the skepticsannotatedbible.com. Okay. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thanks so much for listening again, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.